Quick edition, quick episode of Yankee Crazy Podcast for you. I saw this Twitter um, post, and it was about, um, it had the clip from the Yes Network of the guys on there, Jack Curry, Bob Lorenz, and Flash Flaherty, talking about uh, the recent uh, analysis, I guess. Someone analyzed, I think someone from The Athletic, I gotta get that guy's name, I'm not sure. Um, he analyzed uh, Luis Severino and found out, at least his theory, on how he was tipping pitches. And if you can remember last year, he was just phenomenal. Uh, in the first half, and then he slumped, and a lot of people think he was tipping his pitches. And if you don't know what tipping pitches is, it's when the pitcher is doing something to tip off the other team of what he's going to throw. And for me, it was pretty fascinating because they did this video, and they showed that when he went to the set position and had his hand in his mitt, if he was throwing a fastball, it was, his, his hand position was higher up, and if it was an off-speed pitch, his hands were lower, and they, you should go check it out, um, if you, you could probably find it on Twitter, you could definitely find it on Twitter, because that's where I saw it, I don't know who posted it, uh, maybe Yes Network did, but I'm sure you could probably go to Yes Network um, website and check it out. And so they drew a line at the belt line, and they showed that his mitt was slightly below the belt line when throwing an off-speed pitch. And you look at it, and you're like, well, at least for me, I'm like, wow, that is pretty amazing the level of um, the the level of these guys to be able to pick that up, and it's so slight. To me, it looks at least slight. You know, these guys are probably trained. Um, obviously, they're they're trained better than me, so um, they can see this stuff. But it is it is amazing. So that's what they are saying that he tipped his pitches, and. Some people are saying, oh, well, why didn't the Yankees know this? I would imagine that the Yankees did know this. Um, you know, you'd think that they had to, right? And it could have just been him. He could have just been not going to the same set position every time. And Jack Curry had a great uh, little tidbit about an interview with Andy Pettit. And it was years after the 2001... World Series, and Pettit pitched in Game 6 of that, and as we know, they lost to the Diamondbacks that game, and then lost on Sunday. I talked the, the, the other day about how that was one of the worst days for me, um, so go back and check that out. I forget which episode, but it's, you know, if you listen, I talk about it in terms of the marathon when... Um, I had, had hurt my knee in the marathon and was on pace for a really good time, but didn't make it and 
came home and was like, well, I'm going to watch the Yankees win game seven, and that didn't happen. But the night before, I was getting ready for the marathon, and I was like, oh, man, I, you know, Yankees game six, Pettit on the mound. I got to watch this. And Pettit got really slapped around. Uh, I forget what the score was, but I turned it off because I had to get to sleep because I had to get up for the marathon the next day. And I was, I was, pretty, um, I was pretty upset that Pettit had, um, did not come up big in that game. And Pettit told Jack Curry that he was tipping pitches to the Diamondbacks. And he's still angry about it to this day, which is pretty awesome to hear in a way that he's such a competitor. And I think back and I'm like, wow, if he would have had that game closer, I would have stayed up for it. I, you know, marathon, schmarathon, I don't care. I would have <laughs> definitely stayed up. And uh, who knows what would have happened, you know? More what ifs. If you've been listening, I do a lot of what ifs. Or maybe I don't do the what ifs. I, I kind of just throw it out there saying, what if that did happen? But anyway, so that was really cool uh, to hear that story about Pettit. And what he also said, Pettit, was the next year in spring training, 2002, he worked on his set. And he did it over and over and over again so that there would be no difference between, um, between pitches. So he would not be tipping anyone. And another really cool uh, anecdote someone was saying on there, I forget who said it, was that David Cohn, you, um, somehow he, I think, found out that he was tipping pitches. And then he started reversing it. So he made it like a game where he was pretending to tip his pitches in the way that people thought he was going to throw. So like if he had a high set for a fastball, he would do the high set on purpose but throw an off-speed pitch. Um, so it was like a whole mental game. And, you know, when you, when you hear these stories about these guys, uh, these major leaguers batting and, you know, the intensity and how quickly you have to make a decision on a pitch and they guess and they, they think like, okay, he just threw me this. What's he going to throw me now? And they kind of anticipate this and it is a whole game within the game. Kind of fascinating to me. I don't know if you guys feel the, you know, get as fascinated about that stuff as me. Maybe I just, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just a baseball geek and that fascinates me. Kind of like history. History fascinates me. But anyway, um, let me know if that's something you like to hear about. Um, and maybe I can find some more stories about this. Um, you can always reach me at yankeecrazypodcast at gmail.com. Instagram, yankeecrazypodcast, and Twitter, Yankee Crazy Pod. So those were the things I wanted to, uh, I just want to talk about that um, Sevi. So it's a quick one today, unless I can uh, somehow think of something uh, interesting in these next few moments. I'm trying to think about if there was anything else I saw today in the news. Um, 
Oh, one thing I saw, which I'll tell you, I got annoyed at. So there's a guy who is has a an account on Twitter that is just Ken Rosenthal. And the real Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, that dude with the bow tie, um, has an underscore in between his name, his first name and last name. And so the fake one, I see someone likes a tweet and it's um, source. Uh, Bryce Harper and Yankees coming to agreement or something like that. Like the Yankees were going to, were going to sign Bryce Harper. And I'm like, what, what? So I look at it and I go to the page and it's got Ken Rosenthal's picture, but it's not him. But on the account, it says not Ken Rosenthal, which in a way, is so messed up because <laughs> it really got me. Really, really got me. Um, so, I don't know. I guess it's a good one. It's a good, good joke, good trick. So, be careful. Be warned about that guy. Go follow the real Ken Rosenthal, not the fake Ken Rosenthal. All right, guys. That is all I have for you right now. So, stay tuned. Have a great weekend, because it is Friday that I'm recording this. Who knows when you listen to it, but maybe it won't be another Friday when you're actually listening to this. Uh, And that's it. Stay tuned. I'll have more stuff for you. And as always, let's go Yankees.